This is Channel 253. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is the We Art Tacoma podcast. Welcome back to another episode of We Art Tacoma. I'm your host, Eric Hanberg. I'm producer Doug. How you doing, producer Doug? I'm doing just fine. Today's guest is Mindy Barker, who is a muralist and I discovered a drummer. I did not know that. And actually an actress, too. I've, I've been in a film or two with her. And an actress. Look at that. Yeah. Do, you, do you play drums among your many talents, Doug? Yeah, I play drums in a couple bands. I th- in that, fact— uh, I mean, we're sitting next to a drum kit, so I, yeah, I was just you know, guessing, after, but— After you go to her event on the 23rd, if you go to the hub in Tacoma from 7 to 10 afterwards, you can see me play oh, drums dub- with Billy Stoops and the Dirt Angels, if you want. Double header. There you go. 23rd, Mindy Barker has a mural unveiling. We're going to hear about that on the episode, and then Doug after that. <laughs> okay, let's listen. give it a listen. And we are back for another episode. Today's guest is Mindy Barker. Hi, Mindy. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you very much. Mindy from Tacoma. Yes. You, you said you're from Tacoma. When, uh, and But you've lived all over, it sounds like, all over the Northwest. Well, I was born here, mm-hmm. and my family moved around a lot. My dad was going to uh, school and getting his uh, undergrad, and so we moved all over the state. We lived in on a sailboat and in the woods and all over. And then we ended up back in Tacoma, and then I went to When you PLU. were still young? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, in junior high. Okay. Yeah. Um, then I ended up going to high school here and then went to PLU, and then I did go live in Denmark. But other than that, oh, I take that back. I have, within the last five years, I probably lived in different, three different places, uh, Portland, Seattle, and in Nome, Alaska. Nome? For a little bit. I hear it's cold there. It is cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's the end of the Iditarod, isn't it? It is. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Not, not many people know that. I don't think right off their head, their top of their mind. So, <laughs> good. So, but you keep coming home. I do. I but, love Tacoma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What brings you back? Well, um, well, family, first of all. My friends are here, and I've uh, been involved with the music scene, so I, that's pretty deep, pretty pretty. I know a lot of people a long time here because of the music scene, but also the arts are um, really supported in Tacoma. And I found I did leave Tacoma for a little bit just to get a little break. Um, like I say, about what's well, been about like six years ago, I suppose. And I didn't find that in other cities, not at all. I, in Portland and in Seattle, especially. So I just wanted to get back to um, town and just. Being able to just talk to people and collaborate and yeah, yeah, it's and of yeah. course SpaceWorks is here. Sure, and they that's a <laughs> can't say that's enough a special about thing. SpaceWorks. Yeah, so so you're involved. You said in the music scene, but also you're a muralist. Mm-hmm. What other arts activities do you find uh, are a good fit here in Tacoma for you? Well, pretty much those two, really. Okay. I mean, and that's you know the music scene is pretty. I mean, there's a lot of history here for music, so. Um, you can kind of find all the connections to whether it's from 
to Olympia, to Washington, D.C., to everywhere, you know, like um, where there's big music scenes, it's, there's a huge connection. So it goes pretty deep. You know, if you know somebody, they, they probably played with this person, that person. And yeah. so, and I, and I play drums, so that's um, my connection. At first, of course, I didn't play drums. I just went to lots of shows in the 80s and the 90s. Well, more of the 90s, really, in the mm-hmm. 2000s. But then I started playing drums and was in bands. And what, what made you pick it up? Um, my dad's a drummer okay. and he is, um, so I've always been around drums and I think I, I have to, I'll say a little something. It used to be that women would just go to shows and just stand there and watch the, all the guys did their thing, <laughs> be very, very supportive. And, and then things kind of changed and it's like, wait, you know, we could play music like you know, Bon Bon from uh, Girl Trouble. She was huge influence. You know, she's a lady and <laughs> been in a band forever. And and um, so people started to get come out. You know, like when you talk women. When, when you talk about this, you're thinking roughly when I would say I would say it really got started maybe after the 2000s, okay. maybe late 90s, um, when really people started stepping out and saying, no, you know, we're just we're going to start doing our own thing. You know, yeah, and. Uh, which is great. So you took up the call. Yeah, I did. Wow. <laughs> kind of got over being a little bit shy. You know, is more to. Um, I did a lot of dance, but I, I've never been somebody that just performs, likes to perform too much. But it was a way to force myself to be in front of people and, you know, express myself a different way than other than art, which is very singular. You you're by yourself all the time. And I started a business in 1993. Um, here in Tacoma, uh, it was a, it's a decorative painting business. So, what does decorative painting mean? Decorative painting is I, I do a lot of murals. Essentially, I would walk, go into people's homes, see what they uh, would like on their walls. People did that, in, you know, in the '90s or whatever, the 2000s. They actually wanted people to paint in their walls, which people don't do so much anymore. I don't okay. think. I don't think it's not as popular anymore. Um, so for years, I would just find clients and through interior designers and uh, they would have great ideas and I'd come in either I would glaze the walls or do some kind of faux thing or some trompe l'oeil which is to means to fool the eye so I could actually paint things so like you make it look like there's crown molding on exactly. the wall or something exactly. like that but you mm-hmm. paint it on okay that's exactly right um so I started that in 93 and um, so music was just a little bit of a, it's hand in hand, but it's not, it's just a different medium. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. When so. did you go really big with your, your, from decorative painting to like, I'm going to paint a 20 foot tall mural kind of right. thing? Right. That's a good question. Well, to back up a little, I, okay. when I went to PLU, I, I did get a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree and, um, and as a side note, I did study with Becky Frace, who's an amazing artist here in Tacoma. And um, so we've been friends ever since. And she, well, um, uh, after graduating, I decided that I didn't really like to show so much, being shy and everything. I thought, nah, that's not my thing. So I decided to start a business so that I could listen to what clients want. I could still paint, but it wasn't personal. 
And so it was just whatever's in your brain. I could pick it out yeah, through questions and, and then actually I'm like your arm. So the your, self-expression wasn't necessarily as, as much of a part of it. Exactly. At that point. And then I and um, when the economy kind of changed in the 2008, um, I. Uh, my business completely changed also. Sure. Um, people, of course, didn't want murals. I mean, they didn't need it because they'd rather feed themselves or <laughs> Turns <whatnot. out>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't really need a mural. So um, I started to work actually small and did a lot more shows. So I did shows at the Fulcrum and different galleries and things. I just would uh, make little pieces of artwork um, and, and big ones, too. I actually worked with glass with the Fulcrum. But... Um, and then um, I decided, I, I guess there was some calls through the mural program in Tacoma, which is through the SpaceWorks program. And they had some calls and I got um, some of these projects. And that's how I started to do some bigger things, which is size of buildings. So I started working with Public Works. So, so my understanding of how, roughly speaking, of how that worked is mm -hmm. SpaceWorks in the city did some, some training. Mm -hmm. Um, so people understood like a little bit like, you know, what it might take, how to work with the community if they're getting a mural. Mm -hmm. And then you're kind of on a, a roster of some kind where where a business or the city of Tacoma government might reach out to you for, hey, we have this wall. Do you want are you interested? Do you have a concept? Is that is that roughly how that works? Well, actually, um, I think when they first started it, they did do a training thing. Um, I started in 2013, and I think they started the program in 2010. Um, so by the time I was involved, um, and I had done a, a, a temporary um, mural at that point, um, I, I don't know if, if it was because I, I think they dropped the thing where they train. So what they as far as I know, is what you would do is you apply to get on to the roster. Mm -hmm. So you there's a so there's a number of artists. If they have a building that needs that requests to have something painted on it, and I think they have several, and they just get acquire all these names. Yeah. Um, they will then have those uh, property owners look at the portfolios, and then they choose somebody. I see. They choose an artist. They choose like three artists, yeah. and then decide what. But it was the, I guess they'd narrow it down or something. Yeah. But this the last year that I did it, um, which is a mural on 14th and um, MLK, is with that they they I had an assistant. So the, so not only did they have uh, the main lead person, which was myself, but they also had a teaching component. So I had an assistant that then learned how I did things. So I could like pass on. Wow. What I know. So I think that's maybe how they did it instead. So maybe we trained then. Yeah. Because I've been in the business so long doing murals. And I think other murals that are leads, they may have done things before too. And so they knew what to do. We have a lot of murals here. And I think that this yeah. program has a lot to do with it. Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a really, really good system. Yeah. They, they yeah, I can't say enough. <laughs> for them helping artists. That's wonderful. Yeah. When when so you keep coming back to Tacoma for mm -hmm. the art scene in addition to family and friends and things like that. So here's a question for you. What do you think is missing from the Tacoma art scene? Like like when you come back, what do you say, "Oh, I wish I love it here, but I wish that." Hmm. Is there anything that comes to mind? Hmm. Um 
gosh, I, I just think Tacoma's come so far that it's really hard for me to say that what what they're missing, because in the when I got out of college, um, you know, early '90s, that no one really talked to each other in the arts. It wasn't wasn't until uh, the Temple of the Bean was um, introduced with Rex and Francis Williams. They brought that in. Could you, they they could bought you... the building. What is that for those who might oh, not know? Uh, Tell the Bean used to be an old cafe. It's now the satellite, but originally it was the cafe uh, uh, called the Temple of the Bean. And Across that's where from, I, from Wright Park. Yes, yes. Yeah. And that's where I got my start uh, with decorative painting, actually, was huh. I painted the interior, did the logo for them and different things. And um, that family, the Williams, they, um, they used to live in one of the rest mansions on Yakima. Okay. They recently just sold it. Uh, uh, Rex actually had me touch up some doorway panels right inside the door, and it was from the turn of the century. Are you talking about the painted. giant mansion on Yakima? Yes, with the lions in the front. That, and, that like, all the windows are always drawn, and it looks like it's just, like, I don't it, know, it always looks it may. vacant from the outside. It's I'm brick. Always, okay, maybe I'm thinking of a different one. Um, I think it's... I'm it, thinking of one with big is pillars. Is it 7th in Yakima or 6th in Yakima? Mm -hmm. It does have pillars. Uh, they used to have a swimming pool, but I think they, okay. it was just recently took out, taken okay. out. But it has a big weeping willow out in the front. Mm -hmm. And um, Anyways, it has a lot of history, that building. And um, Anyways, so I used to work for them. Yeah. We used, I used to paint apartments for them right out of college. Yeah. And um, Anyway, so he had me touch this up, and I was like, what is this? What's this? Oh, he says, faux painting. And it was wood grained and marbleized in the front, and so I looked into it. And ever since then, he was he got he gave me my start with my business. Yeah. And anyways, um, but back then, no one really talked to each other. So I would you know call people up like Mary Mann. I don't know if you're familiar with who Name Mary Mann familiar, is. Yeah. She's a a muralist, actually a teacher uh, for at uh, Sammy right now too. Um, she I, I I remember talking to her at a cafe. We met no one would really go to cafes even <laughs> and then the then the temple started up and then the kickstand was there and then where it was neat because uh the art scene and the music scene started to collaborate then and things really changed once the cafes came in um and the people that were own that owned the cafes they were also involved with the arts yeah in the music scene and it just kind of uh, went from there, and then there's the black water, and then you know went off on from there. That's so cafes. interesting. It's it's so interesting that, that that's where you you put a lot of the the art mm -hmm. um, movement coming from. Uh, I remember the the kickstand that was right next to the Grand Cinema mm -hmm. for those who don't remember. Yes. Um, and then black Blackwater was down the street, mm -hmm. uh, like oh five maybe something like that. One of those very yeah, early, say, yeah, it was very early on too. I a very, very yeah, that's, hip, hip coffee mm -hmm. shop. Yeah, and of course, all those people that own those places were linked, and they all worked, had worked for right. each other. <laughs> right. So but that's beside the point. But the, um, yeah, that's where it incubated, really. When they and, showed art, I mean, they, they, you know, coffee shops, were, yeah, and definitely. still, you know, put up galleries of right. artists and things like that. Well, people that. just had a place to talk. They before then. It was more like if you just had been in university, maybe you'd talk or whatever, you know. Right. But the art scene, I think, if maybe the music, the whether it's uh, the you know the symphony or whatever, the, all those weren't interconnected. But all of a sudden, everybody started seeing each other, and, and then there was the hundredth monkey, which when Linda Nino came to town, and she really got people talking to each other, and that just 
And then they had the listserv from the yep. city, the yep. city listserv. Yep. That really helped. I mean, I could kind of have, I know there's milestones. Those are those those mm-hmm. sound like the right milestones yeah. to my mind. 100th Monkey, for those who don't know, was yeah. a, uh, you had an event and then everyone would draw a thing. And if you got the the one with the monkey on it, then you had to host the next event right. or something like that. And they usually had to make something about a monkey and right. make tiles of some sort or some right. little art thing. So you could collect them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was <laughs> it was quite a, great, a thing. Yeah, it was a neat event, too. It went all over Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Some of the people I've, to this day, the uh, uh, reason why I started showing was because of that event. I met somebody, uh, Gretchen Bailey, in town. And she really encouraged me to just start showing and stuff. And so, yeah, it's just, it's just interesting how... All connected. You just have to start talking to yeah. people, and Tacoma is very helpful. I was just at a um, event last night um, with um, um, Steve. Um, well, I hope I say his name right. Uh, Laberge. Oh yeah. Okay. He's been so, on the podcast. Yeah. Friend of the podcast. Right. Right. Exactly. So I was just at his at he and Natalie's house last night because they had the the television yep. project that's going yep. up, and it was just. There were so many people that were new to Tacoma, and the one thing that everyone was saying was how friendly all the artists are and collaborative. And I would say that is completely true. We, we don't really have enough. There's not a, like a competition here. Um, everybody just wants to do stuff. Right. And I, th- I think that that it, it comes from a, a double edge, or there, there's like a good two sides of the coin to that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like mm-hmm. on the one hand, there's not a lot of like big buyers here. Like we're not, we don't have a lot of artists trying to compete for, you know, the 10 buyers who will buy their art and if they That's choose right. you versus someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, so the downside is there's not a lot of people in Tacoma like buying expensive That's, art. That's so completely true. <laughs> yeah. But the good side of that is then yeah. we're not competing for right. their attention. Right. Yeah. What was the, what was the first mural when you did that? What was, what was it of? The, the temporary one? Uh, sure. Um, I did that with uh, uh, Kristen Giordano. Okay. And she's also another artist in town and a photographer. And she and I did um, a wheat paste, huge, big, huge polar bear. It was like it was called Humans Join Us, and it had to do with. Um, and this was SpaceWorks as well. It was right? also SpaceWorks. Yeah, it was yeah. a temporary thing. It was on Market Street, and it was it was a really fun thing. That that to building do. at Eleventh and Market has always has fascinating yeah. uh, murals. They oh every time I just I I'm fa- yeah yeah I just it's stare great... at stare at whatever everybody does because that space is diff it's difficult. I mean it's an oh, interesting yeah. thing to work around. You've got a steep hill on the mm-hmm. one side and yeah the, yep. yeah and they the, what's there right now is it's beautiful and both sides are just great and. Yeah, just, every time I go by there, I'm so happy that that's being done. And I mean, I wish it was like a functioning building that had, you know, people or... Yeah, but true. But if you can't true. do that, yeah. this is a pretty great solution <laughs> right. if you can't yeah. do that. What about the next one? The next one was the Yes mural on 17th and uh, Tacoma Avenue. Um, and it it's it's pretty south, big. South 17th? Uh yeah, South 17th. So if if I stand next to there's like a huge elk that comes out of the ground and it's it's a big that was my biggest uh mural at the time. Well, I mean, I'm looking at a picture of it and the elk is like 3 or 4 times taller than you are. Yeah. Like this is a very large elk. <laughs> yeah. And it says yes on it and um that was the first time I worked with the community around the neighborhood and um it's all about the the solstice, um, actually, or the winter solstice, and there's a plaque on the ground 
behind the Swiss on on Twenty First. Um, it's a it was it was made in I can't remember the name of the artist right now who did it, but it was in collaboration with some of the some of the artwork that was done at the U at the on the campus years ago. But a lot of people didn't even know this plaque was here. But um, my friend Mark Bader, who is uh, he's born and raised here, knows everything about Tacoma. He uh, lives in the neighborhood, and so he was like, "Oh, th- if we could do something about that plaque." And so it's about that whole yeah. solstice. And so I, we meet. Uh, I invite people to meet on December twenty first and at the mural and watch the sun come up and comes behind the mountain. Um, and yeah, yeah. So the, there's a Salish folklore that goes yeah. with that whole thing. So. Can yeah. I can I tell you my favorite secret plaque in the Tacoma yeah, that no one knows it. about? There's a plaque on the Broadway side uh-huh. of the Bostwick Building, which is the yellow building at yes. 9th and Broadway. Okay. And the plaque there was put up in like the 70s, and I think most people walk by it. But it says, "In this building, on such and such a date, such and such a person, I can't remember his name, originated the custom of standing during the Star Spangled Banner." Really? And I'm like, here? In Tacoma? <laughs> like like it started what here? An like thing. what an odd thing. Yeah. yeah. I just was there today. Go, I, go I, check it out. It's on yeah. the Broadway side. It's it's huh. a surprisingly large plaque. Really? Um, so it's, is it right in the alley there then? There is No, there... it's it's right on Broadway. Right on the uh, right, on, right Broadway. on Broadway. Huh. Yeah, go okay. F- it, it's a it's a it's a fascinating plaque. And it's an odd thing to commemorate. Yeah. Uh, and I it's like you kind of wonder if it's true. Yeah, but you know, it probably is true. It, there's it a, could there's be a true. lot of neat things. It could be true. Um, so, yeah, yeah. There's so, some great stories about Tacoma. So you have an elk on here because my understanding is is that some people see an elk mm-hmm. when they look at Mount Rainier. Very good. Wow. <laughs> Not that I, many people know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone told me once that they could see a moose. Uh huh. And I think I see it. I can't see the man in the moon. Like people are like, "Don't can you see the man?" In, uh, and I just, oh. I just pretend because mm-hmm. I do not see the man in the moon. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I'm missing it. And I can, I think I can kind of see the elk moose thing, but okay. but I don't know if like what I'm seeing is what other people are seeing. Um, like, am I supposed to be looking at the snow or the rock? Like, where, where where's the shape of of the elk moose thing on right. the mountain? Can you describe? So, it? if you were looking at the mountain, it's it's from Tacoma. From, only. Well, sure, it only works. Right. Sure. I mean, you could see it going uh, east a little bit too. Probably not so much south, but um, so if you're looking at the mountain, it's it's at the top. Okay. Left. Okay. Side. And it is, it's the glaciers, glaciers. So, so it's, it's white. Well, um, or is it the, the, the rock inside the glaciers? It's, it's the rock inside the glaciers. Okay. And it's not like uh, something you're, wow, that is an elk. It, it's, you have to imagine a little. Okay. But you can see the, the horn or the um, antlers mm-hmm. coming out. I actually have a picture on my phone. I will show you after. Okay. Um, and I, it's actually on my website also. Okay. I have a, f- a photo of it. And, and it's circled. <laughs> right now, you can really see it because there's snow on the mountain. When there's not as much snow, um, the shape gets the distorted. Yeah. Sure. It's, people are like, what? What are you talking about? Um, but now you can see it really clear. But that's, okay. a old, that's also Salish. Oh, really? So I've known that since I was a kid. Um, my One of my uncles who lived in Ellen's uh, Eamclaw would point it out to me. And he, he had connections. He was. Native, so he he actually could um, 
pointed out he actually was told that at some point. Yeah, I don't that's know interesting. When, but he's no longer alive, so I can't ask him. But <laughs> <laughs> but they but most people don't know this, and I've talked to the city, I talked to all kinds of people, and they had no idea what I was talking about. So I thought, well, I'll just originally I thought, oh, everybody knows this, so I'll put this elk up, and then they'll for surely know what I'm referring sure, to. Sure, sure. Um, because I didn't want to do you know a quote unquote mountain painting <laughs> so it's very abstract about how what it means it's all symbolic you know of course I, I have a theory that archaeologists in the future will look back at our civilization and conclude that we also worshiped in some ways Mount Rainier oh, yeah. like, like like you know I understand that that it is personified or deified in some ways in certain uh, native legend but mm-hmm. I feel like anyone who's looking at our culture, would also assume that. I mean, mm-hmm. like it's on like every single True. logo. True. We talk about it having a personality, like it chooses right. whether it's out. I, I just feel like mm-hmm. looking it's back, alive. someone's going to yeah. say like, we're we're doing the same thing. True. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a bar in Enumclaw, or not in Enumclaw, but um, one in Ocean Shores that has to do with the elk. It's all, I think it's called the Elk Bar, or elk, elk, Head, elk Head Bar, Elk Head Tavern or something. And there's one in... Um, Tied to this, yeah. But, yeah. Tied, and there's another one uh, east, east of here. I can't remember what, yeah. where it is, but um, that's also connected to that other bar. But they, so people know it. But I think I was actually surprised how many people don't know that. Um, yeah. And that's also that I've was doing research, and the elk is actually the guardian um, spirit, actually, or animal of Mount Rainier, also hmm. supposedly. Interesting. So. Well, uh, we're going to take a short break, and then when we come back, we are going to talk about an upcoming uh, opening of a new mural from Mindy Barker. Okay, we'll be back. This episode of the We Art Tacoma podcast was generously supported by the Tacoma Arts Commission. What is that, you ask? The Arts Commission is a volunteer group of citizens appointed by City Council who support the development of our community through public art, arts programming, and funding of arts organizations, artists, and, apparently, podcasts about the arts. This year, through the Arts Projects Fund, the Arts Commission funded 32 Tacoma organizations in the fields of dance, craft, film, music, visual, literary, and cultural arts. My thanks to the Tacoma Arts Commission for funding this podcast and the many awesome programs, artists, and organizations around the city. All right. Welcome back. We are here with Mindy Barker, and uh, you've been telling us about murals that you have around town, but you have a new one uh, that's going to be unveiled soon. Mm-hmm. Indoors this time. Do you want to talk about that's it? That's right. Um, so Jamie Brooks. Um, Dr. Jamie. Dr. Jamie. She's an old friend of mine from high school, um, and her her maiden name is Kinoshita. Um, and she... Is wonderful. She is very helpful and supportive of artists. I, oh yes, Jeremy Gregory has a mural there, permanent one. She has uh, changed out all, all her artwork. Um, I think it's like three times a year. Or this, something. this is at her dentist. Yeah, uh, studio the dentist on Broadway. It's gorgeous. It's, it's just, a beautiful space. It's a beautiful space, right near McMinimins now. Yep, down the street. Yep, go have a beer then. Get yeah, your teeth right. Cleaned. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, so she had this space in her office, uh, one of her office spaces where she talks to clients, and she wanted a mural there. And, um, of course, I decided to do something about her. <laughs> and uh, so this is a mural 
about Jamie and about actually it's a lot about Tacoma, too, because she's a very uh, supporter and cheerleader for Tacoma. She, she loves is. Tacoma. She is indeed. And um, anyway, so the reveal part of it is that she wanted to not show the whole mural in, in our um, marketing. So it's just like it's the only one little part is revealed. And it does involve trompe l'oeil and also with um, some more graphic looking image behind it. So a lot of my stuff right now is is involving um, having some kind of animal look straight at you mm. <laughs> to the audience. Uh, like this, I'm pointing out a postcard I'm giving, that I have here, but it's uh, that I did for Fred Meyer, uh, the new Fred Meyer out yeah. in Gig Harbor. Yep. But they're all so I tend to do these now these realistic, almost trompe-l'oeil animals with something more graphic behind it. So that's what I did for her. So this is going to be May 23rd. The, at her, the at her opening, place. opening reception. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then not only is it just for that, because you could see that all the time because it's a permanent um, mural, she also has the Ways Goose prints there. So they just were done. And I know that you have other well, podcasts. We, we, you we, just talked about we had it. The, we had the podcast kind of previewing it. Mm-hmm. And, and I went because it's one of my favorite events. Good. And those 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 prints that were coming off were just just beautiful. And they hang there during the day mm-hmm. you know, or during those two days of the of the event. But then... If you don't know where to find them, they kind of disappear. So exactly. I'm glad that we can mention it here. That's because, right. Uh, uh, they they will have the, those those hanging there. It sounds like yes. Okay. So right now, the, her current show is the Ways Goose, and, and Katie Dean hung it for her. Um, and I believe Katie, I don't know if she has a print this year, but usually she has a print there too. Cool. Um, uh, and so you'll you could come and see that. That's it's really an opening. F- like that night for that, and a reveal for my mural. But again, the mural is there all the time. Plus, yeah. you could see Jeremy Gregory's amazing mural. I mean, I'm sure she'd take you in the back. It's in the back of the building, and it's gorgeous. It's just, it's like stunning. I just have to stare at it every time I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So, so Thursday, May. That that's probably third Thursday. I bet, isn't it? It is. I think. Yeah. I think. Knowing her, it would be th- this. This Thurs- town loves its third Thursday, yeah, and yeah. she's all hooked into that. So. Yeah. Okay, so third Thursday of May, May twenty third, five thirty to seven thirty, a reveal of a new mural by Mindy yes. Barker, the Ways Goose artist. So yes. if you missed it, come see that, and maybe slip into the back and see. Yes, and also usually Lisa Kinishita, who is Jamie's um, niece, Sis- well, or, or she's her aunt. Okay, auntie. Aunt. Um, Jamie's her niece. Um, she usually has something there too, like a. She does these beautiful bouquets, and you know, G- Lisa is so. She has Minka mm, down, yes. down on uh, Tacoma Pacific. Avenue or Pacific Avenue, and um, she always has something really fun there too. So you you could see something of her work also normally. Yeah, it's quite an art yeah. hub. It is. That's yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I like to ask people as we. Uh, close out an episode is whether there's anyone in Tacoma, any person or an organization who's doing really good work that you would like to give a shout out to, give some kudos, say we should go check it out. Yeah. Does anyone or well, any organization come to mind? I I I just can't say enough about SpaceWorks. SpaceWorks. I, I think we're like three for SpaceWorks for people who give a shout out to SpaceWorks. I do want to say one thing though about SpaceWorks. Okay. okay so they um they are having a um fundraiser. Yes. I mean, they're going to be having this huge production. I think they're calling it Cachet yep. this year. And so um, that'll be at, I believe it's at Alma Mater. It was last year. 
But that's a great event because you'll see all kinds of artists there uh, have their wares sometimes. Um, I think they're just there to be there. Um, and I don't. you never know what's going to happen. Um, yeah. So that's always good. So I believe that's, um, I think I wrote it down, it's uh, May 30th. Wow, it's coming so up. So that's also coming up. So if somebody wants to support Spaceworks for, and it helps all kinds of artists, they've, they're just doing all really neat work still, <laughs> reaching out into all, the whole community. Putting yeah. out calls for things. I and, think what, what's so great is is that the, that they help artists figure out you know what can work, what you know the business side of things. Exactly. You've been doing it for decades, but they. Some oh, people, I've been to all their classes. Yeah, I it, did it's really useful during stuff. the um, arts month. I yep. in the years past, I've done all their their symposiums that they have. Yeah. Oh, they're they're wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, my wife and I went through SpaceWorks. Did they're, you? They're good people. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. We should probably have SpaceWorks on this podcast at some point. I, I think mean, so. Yeah, see definitely. who they want to give a shout out to since everyone's giving them a shout <laughs> right. out. Right. Yeah, so, you definitely should have them. Yeah. Well, that'd be a great podcast, actually. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, Mindy, if someone wants to find you on the interwebs, where can they find you? Um, they can find me at mindybarker.com. That's my website. But it's also uh, Mindy Barker Designs on Instagram. Okay. So, yeah. That sounds great. Or they can find you Thursday, May 23rd. Exactly right. At Brooks Dental. Brooks Dental, yes. All right. Thanks for coming on to the show. Well, thank you. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is Channel 253.